Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart-ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who expects men to shower her with snacks just as much as his love and devotion, Shay Kilmer. That is probably the truest statement you've put on this show. No, everything I say is true. But this is the truest, (laughs) the truest. (laughs) Hello, my romantics, erratics, and curious people. If you love the show like the Impractical Jokers, love giggling like little girls, then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you get your podcast. And of course, you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. How are you, Shay? I am doing peachy keen. Work's been a little tough this week, but I got a venti coffee today, so I'm ready to go. Yeah, venti anything makes anything so much better. (laughs) So we have a special guest with us today to help all of you clueless daters out there be just a little less clueless. We have Annie Cranfield, who's a professional matchmaker. Hi, Annie. Hi, how are you guys? Great. How are you? Good. I heard your comment about the venti and I was at Starbucks today and there was no line. Got my venti chai. So I knew that I was off to a good day. Right. Atta girl. So right? we're all having a good day. Girl after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people probably perked up hearing that you're a professional matchmaker, probably more so because they'd be surprised to know that professional matchmaking is an actual full-time gig, isn't it? That's right. I think most people expect me to be in my 80s and Jewish, but I'm not. (laughs) I'm 32. And uh, yeah, I'm in Vancouver, Canada. And there's actually a lot of matchmakers. I have a network of them kind of all over the world. So it's definitely a thriving business, especially now with online dating kind of being the norm. That is the norm. It used to be the, um, like the thing nobody would want to talk about. They'd be embarrassed to say that they met online. And now it's like the the only stories you hear are people who meet online. Mm -hmm. Totally. I remember back in the day when it was like willing to lie about how we met. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Let's get our story. Let's get our story straight. Like they're criminals (laughs) trying to get their story straight. If the cops bust them in the middle of the crime. So tell us a little bit about you, Annie, real quick and, and, and your business and what you do. So I am a professional matchmaker here in Vancouver, Canada. I do have some clients in the U.S. as well. Um, So I'm kind of all over, but been doing it. I've had my own business since 2015. So I've started it right when Tinder, I think, started to take off. And definitely I was a moment like, oh, no, (laughs) is this going to still be a business? But, you know, seven years later, it's still thriving. So um, that's what I do. People generally hire me when they're fed up with online dating or actually I find that there's a bit of 
the trend now with um, in their 20s not wanting to use online dating at all. They kind of want to meet people face to face or in a more organic environment. Um, but, you know, it's hard to find somebody that you connect with and have uh, all your lifestyles and things aligned. So people hire me to, I guess, do the filtering process for them. So what I like to say is that I go on dates for a living. <laughs> wow, I would love a job like that. That sounds it's, great. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I mean, you know, meeting people every day, I always tell my clients when they sit down with me, like, tell me anything because nothing is going to shock me. I've, I've literally heard it all. So especially since you're Canadian, you know, you and I, when we, when we <laughs> were chatting before this, you had said that, you know, Canadians always apologize for everything. They're so polite. They're always apologizing. I think I said sorry a couple times in my email to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, stop apologizing. Oh, that's right. She's Canadian. Yeah. You know, I saw the news on the news just today that like some Canadians who like commute to the United States often, like for work or something, um, like maybe in the Northeast or something, they by mistake got some of those COVID stimulus checks that the U.S. government oh. sent out to people. And they said there was like a mass return of those checks from the Canadians to the U.S. <laughs> government. So I'm like, that is such a Canadian thing to do. Like you send it, you get a check from the government. If you're American, you're like, woohoo. Yeah, yeah don't question it. Just, just cash it really quick. No, oh, no, yeah. Canadians okay. will, you know, mail the check back and then apologize for getting the mail. Right. And they'll <laughs> even pay for the postage and send it back. So <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. We love Canada. I mean, I have to be honest, I feel like I'm a bit of an imposter. I do have a Canadian passport, but I'm not actually fully Canadian. I wasn't born here. All so right. I'm actually from Venezuela. I'm Latin American. So I think that Ooh, gives no kidding. me uh, She got yeah. some spice to her. Right. I you're, you're, do. You're an exotic Canadian. That's right. I think it actually gives me a, an unfair advantage as a matchmaker since I'm Latin. And I kind of talk to everybody. So it's kind of my bread and butter when it comes to matchmaking. Right. Totally. Hey, use what you got. That's what I always say. I agree. <laughs> so, you know, I've always also said that sex, dating and relationships, it's one of the few things that, you know, people are never really taught, you know, as they're late teens and becoming adults. It's just one of those things where they kind of had to fend for themselves and figure out for themselves. You know, like I always say, unfortunately, men learn from sex, like they learn some stuff from their parents, like the birds and the bees and safe sex and no means no, you know, those lessons from their parents, but your parents obviously don't teach you how to have sex and how right. to please a woman and things like that. So unfortunately, men tend to rely on like porn to learn how to have sex. And, and obviously, that's a big mistake. But um, <laughs> so it's the same thing with like, how to attract a partner or at least a partner that's good for you you know you you're nobody ever teaches you that you have to kind of figure it out for yourself yeah I definitely have had a lot of first interactions being completely inappropriate from the opposite sex <laughs> like this guy he was he talked to me for a minute and was just like oh so you have so many tattoos can I see the ones that aren't shown to other people it's uh, like, no, I don't even fucking know you. Right. That's not okay to ask either. No. No. You can see the ones that are already showing. How about we start there and just ask what those mean? Right. And we'll work our way in <laughs> as we get to know each other better. So my point there, Annie, is that that's where people like, like you come in, right? I mean, yeah. to, to help people teach them the things that nobody ever taught them at a time in their lives when they needed to be taught it. 
Well, that's exactly right. I have this advantage where I know both sides. I mean, I live, obviously, the woman perspective, but I understand the men's perspective because, you know, it comes up in conversation all the time through my clients and coaching. So I kind of can bridge the gap in between them, too. So I can give women the perspective of men that they may have not, you know, thought of before. And same for men. So definitely it's uh, it's an advantage when hiring a matchmaker or a dating coach. Exactly. And so they have people like me and Shay, because anybody who knows anything about the show knows that we point out all the dumb things that men and women do when it comes to sex and dating. So um, it's like we, we beat them over the heads with it to try right. to get them to stop doing those bad things. Um, so we tell people the bad things that they do in order to try to get them to stop doing it. You, on yeah. the other hand, are teaching them all the right things to do to, to achieve success. Mm hmm. Totally. I mean, that's, you know, ideally, I do want people to get together, you know, that is why I do this. So if I can educate one person at a time, then I'm doing my part. That's awesome. So you're like a, a humanitarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> All right. yeah. Just just own it. It's uh, yeah. it'll, make, it'll make you feel better. <laughs> I'll add it. I'll add it to my website. All right. So services like match, I don't mean the dating apps. Uh, but I mean, like the services like Match or eHarmony, they like to brag, you know, that they have like the winning formulas that help match people together. Um, and a lot of people who've used those services know that's not necessarily true. How right. is what you do different than, than what they do? Well, I'm not a computer and I'm not an algorithm. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of a starter. Um, I think as when I meet with clients, I meet them face to face. So I get the whole idea of what they're looking for. And they're telling me things that they're not going to be able to input into a survey or, you know, whatever questionnaire that they have to fill out to generate their perfect match on the other side. So I do take things into consideration that, you know, a computer might not be able to. People confide in me, you know, down to their sexual preferences, um, which I'm pretty sure is not part of the questionnaire on Match or eHarmony. So that is really how it differentiates from, an, uh, you know, a website or platform such as that and me. I really am like a human filter. So it's, it, you know, it's personalized, I guess you can say, extremely personalized. That's awesome. So we thought it would be fun if Annie used her experience to share the top mistakes that men and women make when using the dating apps or the dating services. Um, because y'all make a lot, let's be honest. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so we do, do we. Little... So do we. <laughs> right. I was just going to say, so do we, Thank based you. on all the horror stories that Shay and I have shared over the the past year or so more shay than me but <laughs> <laughs> the difference is we've overall learned from them where i feel like some of you have not learned from those no it's like you know the the monkeys in the lab experiments who you know they electrify a banana to see if the monkey will learn if it grabs the mm -hmm. banana and it shocks itself but it keeps grabbing the same banana and shocking itself it doesn't learn so, i've never heard that analogy oh, oh. It's a good way to explain how men behave anyway. Oh, men are very simple, <laughs> similar to monkeys. Um, and, and to that point, Annie, before we get into the, like, some of the common mistakes, who overall would you say is more clueless? Is it men or is it women? Hmm, honestly, I'd have to say guys. You yeah. guys make more obvious mistakes than women do. Right, and they both make different kinds of mistakes, yes. but men just make more of them. 
Yes, yes. And you know, you were saying you kind of don't learn. But the, the reason is that guys, first of all, you're not talking to your buddies about your dating app most of the time. And women don't give men feedback on what they're doing wrong. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's kind of like, you know, you'll say something like, you know, let me see the tattoos that are not, you know, for me to see. And you might look at them and be like, no, but you're not going to sit there and lecture them and tell them why that's inappropriate. It's like, I'm not going to waste my time. Hopefully somebody else has the time yep. to educate nope, you on this. Them. Right. Yeah. You're just like, I don't have time for this. There's like another five dudes that are saying the same thing. And I, you know, I'm not getting paid to educate you. So, um, yeah, definitely. I'm going to have to go with guys. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know. I think I, I disagree on one point is Shay will tell guys what they're doing wrong before she Good. blocks them. She'd be like, hey, <laughs> fuck you. And then after the fuck you is when she blocks them. I recently well, just started that, though, because at this point I get hit on. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I get hit on in so many messages consistently. Like the message requests on people I'm not even friends with is astronomical. So mm -hmm. when someone is being blatantly rude, I will 100% call them out being like, listen, you're dumb as fuck. So <laughs> yeah, because yeah, getting blocked. It's like, ah, all right, no big deal. I'll move on to the next one. But if you like tear them a new asshole before you do that, then they're going to think about it for a little <laughs> while, you exactly. know, and maybe it ruins their day. And then, you know, that they deserve to have ruined and then mission accomplished. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I think you're doing women a service by <laughs> taking the initiative and putting them in their place. So thank see, you, Shay. See, Shay, you're also a humanitarian. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Where is my paycheck for that? <laughs> Add it to your title. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> All right. So, Annie, you want to get into some of those common mistakes that men and women do when it comes to their um, setting up their profiles on any of the dating services, dating apps or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I said men make most mistakes, but I'm going to start with women because we do tend to have, I would say, the most common one, which guys, you know, you guys, sometimes it's like, oh, you don't notice a lot of things, but this one they notice every time and it's using filters on our photos. Oh my God, it, the dog filter. Uh, I fucking hate that. Right. Well, I mean, the dog filter, I would say it's fine because you can actually tell that she's wearing a filter, but there are some scary filters out there where it will alter the image completely and also it makes it almost um, unrecognizable. So there have been, in fact, it's happened to me where I have approached a girl online and, you know, I go and I meet her face to face and it's a completely different person. And I'm like, well, you know, guys are also going to notice this. So what happens when you do that? In fact, I was going to say, um, Plenty of Fish has actually banned uh, the use of filters on their platform now. So I don't know if other apps are going to start doing the same thing, but I actually think that's a great thing because guys, when they notice, you know, if they see a girl, they're attracted to her, they go on the date, that they're going to remember what she looked like they've been staring at your photo for a couple of days and then they go and they meet you and you're a completely different looking person immediately they're going to assume that you have some insecurities you know about your looks and that's just not attractive yeah i think it's underlying like catfishing guys when you do stuff like that you have to make sure like the photos still look like you what you look like presently right right yeah it's false advertising otherwise exactly like the only stuff that I use is just like that filter that like smooths your skin a little bit so you just don't see the pores. I was going to say, I think that's fine. That yeah. one, 
but the one that makes you look like completely different <laughs> the one that gives you a jawline when you don't have one kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, gives you a nose job, you know, yeah. different teeth all together, different hair color. Yeah, that's not going to fly. Right. And if you're a guy using a filter on your pictures, you, you're, you're no man. Yeah. You're, you're not a man. I haven't oh. found many guys that have filters. I don't know Neither if they I. do because I don't look at men's pictures. Oh, that's true. Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's why I said Fair. if they are, you know. Yeah, but I don't, I, I'm with you, Shay. I actually haven't seen guys using filters. So there you go. I guess they kind of expect women to be just as transparent. Well, good. That just restored my faith in, in the male species a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you get one little, like, maybe grain of salt yeah, there. Just a little. Uh, but that's about it because we're about to put it in some boiling water and it's about to melt, let me tell you. Well, what I was going to say is men actually make a different mistake when it comes to photos and it's using outdated photos or <laughs> photos where you can't see their eyes. So this seems to be a trend. That is so true. Yeah. It's all like, like, I totally get it, right? Like guys find it really awkward to be like, hey, bud, can you take a picture of me for my online dating profile? Like, no, you're not doing that. So they, and then you resort to the selfies in front of a mirror and you're getting swipe left for sure. So, <laughs> you know, you have to kind of get creative. Like it sounds maybe odd, but put your phone, prop it up somewhere and just take a photo of yourself where you're sitting on your sofa with a glass of wine or even a coffee, like make an effort, um, but avoid using photos where, you know, you're fishing and you have glasses, sunglasses or you're mountain biking and you have a helmet and you're like 20 meters away and you're wearing sunglasses. Like we can't tell what you look like at all. And you could be really attractive, but I don't know that. So I'm going to swipe left. Yeah, that's so true. I remember there's so many guys where all of their photos they're wearing sunglasses and I actually had a horror date that a dude had not it wasn't totally horror but he looked completely different than his photos because his photos were outdated by like 10 years oh my god and right. he did not age well <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so mean to say but he he was not the same person that he was in his photos like he was but he wasn't so it was his version of a filter Yes. And I, and like, I normally do some really good digging before I go on a date. And it was a very spur of the moment. Like we matched that day and we're like, are you free? And I'm like, sure. Why not? And it was just to grab like drinks and an appetizer. But like I got there and I couldn't find him because he was the person oh, in the photos was not there. He had aged himself 10 years. It was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, that disappointment that you felt is probably the same way that guys feel when they go to meet a girl and what they've been looking at are photos with filters and she looks completely different. It just kind of feels like you've been duped. Exactly. I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. So that's, I would say, the biggest mistake guys make with their photos is using outdated or photos with sunglasses or helmets. Or the group photo. That's another one that is just so annoying. I can't, I don't even know who you are. Which one of these guys are you? So don't use photos with groups in your profile photo. It should be a photo where I can clearly see you in a relaxed environment. And that should be a guy's, you know, photo. With women, we have so many to choose from. Uh, you know, we know our angles, we have photos in our selfies so just use a natural photo i think shay you know using a smoothing thing that's totally fine i think that's that's fine you know 
but avoid heavy filters. Yes. All right, what else? <laughs> John, John's with me. Um, I would say the second mistake that I see most uh, on women's is they add too much info to their profile. So they all go into detail about all their favorite hobbies, or even worse than that, I find some women will add a bunch of things that they're not looking for in a guy. Mm. So it's like almost like a list of, you know, if you look like this, or if you have a selfie or, you know, it just kind of depicts you as being really, really picky. And guys are just turned off by that level of pickiness. Um, and sharing too much info, I think it loses people's imagination of what you could be like. You're kind of like presenting yourself in such a rigid way. Um, so I would say for women with their profiles, I'd say like 20 to 40 words is ideal. Um, in fact, one of the best profiles that I, it was one of my clients who I was coaching for online dating, one of the best profiles that I have seen was hers. And I said, you know, let's come up with an anecdote or a funny story or, you know, something about a recent trip. And so she actually wrote um, about her first experience skinny dipping which that's great, <laughs> right? And she got a lot of traction because of course it's like kind of sexy, but it's playful and she didn't right. finish the story. So it's engaging. So I would say, you know, a funny, um, funny moment or an anecdote about a trip, leave it at that and let the guy do the work on finding out more information. Alrighty, and we're gonna be right back in just a few seconds. It's 2021. There are self-driving cars, plant burgers, and tourists in space. The least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should get AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Welcome back, my babes and bros. So... so on my dating profile that I had, the about me, it was it was pretty short. It it was like, so I'm a very sweet person. Like, I know you guys think I'm pretty sassy, but overall, <laughs> if I like you, I'm very sweet. So in my about me, it was, it said, I'm the equivalent of a cinnamon roll as a human being. That was the first line. And then the second line was just love being outdoors and working hard. Yeah. I think, I don't think there's, I like, you know, there's the cinnamon roll, like, that's cute. Like, I like that, you know, someone can engage with that. Um, it's, you know, when, when it comes to bios or anything in your profile, engage, almost like leave it open. So somebody that is interested has an opener. They can ask you questions about that. So yeah, I mean, little cute things like that, I always think stand out in an online dating profile. Um, and with guys, they have the opposite problem as they usually do. I feel like women and men are kind of doing the same thing, but the complete opposite. So with men, they're not adding enough information on their profile. And Shay, I don't know if you've seen this, but lately what I'm seeing is this trend where all that guys say is their height and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Where it's literally like, oh, you probably just downloaded this and started swiping. Didn't even put any effort into it. These are probably just photos taken from your Facebook that yeah. you linked to it. Yeah. Oh, because so just, many men are still stuck in the in the quantity, not quality phase. They're looking totally. to, yeah, um, they're they're mass swiping. You know what I mean? And the best part is their height is almost always a lie. <laughs> 
honestly, I would have to say yes. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> fib a little bit when it comes to that. Depends but on the shoes. It depends on the shoes, right? Oh, the platforms. But yeah, so that's the that's the other thing that I'm seeing with guys is that they don't give any information except for their height. And that just kind of leaves you wondering like, okay, cool. Is that the only thing that you're bringing to the table is your height? Like, yeah, right. what and else is there to know? On their other on the shorter side. So they're not even bringing that to the table. <laughs> exactly. And then you find out, oh, their picture's outdated and they're not as tall. Great. So now I'm on this date with a short guy that's, you know, his photo was 20 years ago. So just be transparent. Um, and yeah, when it comes to adding for guys, their profile or their bio also like be kind of funny with it. Have fun with it. You know, again, tell Girls me. love a guy that can make them laugh. Period. I, there is totally. no girl that doesn't like a guy that can make them laugh. Like that is such a plus. I agree. And, you know, it is hard to do that in a bio. I get not all guys have the wit and the sense of humor to just bang out the best, you know, profile, but add some character. Add, let me see your personality a little bit. Take the time to really get that right. And then that's kind of your hook. Yeah, I would definitely say try to stay away from what everyone else is already saying um, in your bios. I definitely noticed a lot when Corona first came out, everyone oh, right. had the like, it was either their first like one liners when you matched or it was already in their bio where it said, if Corona doesn't take you out, can I? Oh God, I saw that too. I, I got like, at least 20 messages with that. Yeah. I have to say like the first one, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. But then everybody started doing it. And I was like, okay, like you guys are just copying and pasting from each other's profiles. Like exactly. all of you like, come on, give me something else, you know, or the COVID uh, buddy, let's be COVID buddies. And it's like, no, I, you're all saying the same thing. Show me something different, you know? Yeah. So I actually, during COVID, funny enough, I did see a guy's profile and he said off to Bali on cheap flights. And I was like, okay, that's kind of funny, you know, like tell me about your Bali trip during coronavirus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that I thought showed more character and personality than the generic, you know, COVID messages. Yes. So that's, that's the other thing um, with, you know, with profiles and adding too little or too much. So Shay, I think it was you that was saying uh, that you were having um, sort of like generic messages in your inbox right. or guys yeah. kind of saying the same thing. So that's the other thing um, that I find men and women have, you know, not in common, but they kind of do differently when it comes to online dating is women. I, I see this all the time. It's like women keep a graveyard of where matches go to die and it's their inbox. <laughs> so you match with a guy and I totally get it. Too many options can feel overwhelming. Like sometimes you kind of swipe right, 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 right. Um, and then you get the match and you're like, oh, I kind of forgot who this dude was, but now I've matched with him. So what I would say is reframe from swiping right or matching with someone that you're not 100% sure you want to communicate with. Because honestly, for women, I think this is the fastest way to become disenchanted with online dating. When you have this like graveyard of messages, that you never reply to. And then guys on the other side, you have got to stop copying and pasting messages. Like girls have a sixth sense 
when it comes to this. Like, we know. Oh, my gosh. Especially, like, right? the photos that are in the mirror that you take, like, of you flexing. Yeah. Like, I know you probably sent that to four other girls probably right. in the past 10 minutes. Right. Please stop. <laughs> See? There you go. Thank you. Girls can tell when this has been a copy and pasted message. Like, I get for guys, you want to maximize your opportunity and save time. But I actually think it's doing the opposite because you'll probably have to send more of your copy and pasted messages until you get that one girl that, oh, maybe, I don't know, maybe she hasn't heard about copying or pasting, or maybe her sixth sense is not as strong. But most likely it will have the opposite effect when it comes to messaging. So don't do that. Yeah. Going back to what you said about women not replying to messages, uh, and Shay and I did a, a show uh, a while back about flaky people where mm. they'll, they'll uh, you know, respond or have a conversation with you for a little while. And there was no signs of the, the rapport went bad or anything like that. They just disappear. They stop replying. And that to me has been like of epidemic proportions uh, yeah. <laughs> in the past like year or so. I've, I've seen more people that just, and it's not just happening to me because if it was, people would be like, hey, maybe you should <laughs> second guess what you're doing. But no, it's, it's a big complaint from everybody is that people, especially women though, women. are um, like they flake out and they just disappear from the conversation and, I, and never reply again. And I, I feel like it might be just because of like what you said is the, there's the sheer volume of how many dudes they're matching with and messaging with. It's just, gets overwhelming to keep up with it really totally yeah yeah and i think for guys as well when it comes to um messaging sometimes you guys try to get like really creative or be really different but it just kind of feels cheesy for women um so i i always say to guys if you want to get a response from women who you know undeniably are terrible at Applying to messages because we do get overwhelmed and you have to remember from a women's perspective we get a lot of abuse of um you know messages like if you don't reply straight away then it's like why aren't you replying and then we're in instantly operating in a defensive kind of uh way because it's like you know all these messages that i have to reply to and then guys can get kind of aggressive on there and then you get the guys that are, you know, they're genuine, but they're trying to be different with their conversation opener. So for guys, my advice is always best thing to do is ask an open-ended question as your first message. So an open-ended question is a question that requires more than a yes or no. So ask a question based on her profile. It actually shows that you are looking at her profile, that you're engaging with her profile, and that you have a question about it that requires an answer, which you know needs explanation or a few sentences to actually answer the question. And that way, it actually starts an organic conversation that is of value, and she'll, she'll be engaged with that. So she'll most likely be more tempted to reply to an open-ended question rather than a, you know, hey, beautiful, like, no, I don't want to hear that for the 10th time today. Um, I definitely think that it, because you have to also understand that us women literally have the same conversations over <laughs> and over and over again, telling people what we do for work, what are our hobbies, and it's, if you can please spice that up a little bit like ask us our favorite fruit or something completely that doesn't matter obviously 
and makes things a little bit more fun and interesting for us because we like telling you what I do for my living is like 40 times a day is exhausting. Yeah. And it's not sexy. It's not fun. I think online dating already is so, oh, you know, it's kind of like a job. I mean, hello, that's what I do. But when you're on your time off and you want to engage with people, like make it fun, make it sexy, you know, like let's flirt a little bit. Take me out of my day today. I don't want to talk about what I've done all day. Like you said, ask me about my favorite fruit. Yeah. And like the thing is, yeah, the big thing that I've also noticed, like if there's already negativity coming from you and you're just constantly complaining, I can't handle it. Like I'm already so stressed out. This is like, like you said, it's a place to escape, like to relax and have fun. And if we aren't having fun and I'm just being your therapist, basically, I'm not going to be in this. I don't care how cute you are. <laughs> I agree. Cuteness I mean- only goes so far. <laughs> that is true. Um, the other thing that I was going to say for women, though, I think uh, another reason why they don't necessarily reply to messages is because, in a way, when you start engaging with somebody, you know, a guy on your online dating, you women want to build some kind of emotional connection before committing to a date, or else you're just kind of, you know going on a date with a stranger, which was probably fun at the beginning when you first set up your Tinder or Bumble or Hinge or whatever you're on. But after a while, you're like, damn, like, I just kind of want to have like a fun conversation with the person. And so we want to connect in a more emotional way, women, um, before we start, uh, you know, setting up a date. But at the same time, I would say to women, like, then you ask for the date. If you are talking to a guy and it's flirty and there's banter, then close the deal with the iron is hot. Like set the date yourself as a girl, you know, you can make it still cute and fun. Like you can be like, you know, Steve, like next Wednesday, you and me at X restaurant, uh, first rounds on me. See you there? (laughs) Question mark. I love that because, you know, I'm always, you know, reeling about how I can't stand Um, anything that is old fashioned or traditional. So, and waiting for the guy to ask you out is old fashioned and traditional. I know a lot of women like that and stuff, but I think it's awesome if a girl took the bull by the horns and and said to me, Hey, let's go out this day. Or so when you taking me out or something like that, not because I'm afraid to ask a girl out. I certainly, most certainly I'm not, but um, to me, I, I like those more aggressive women who go for what they want. You know, it's, it, it chisels away at those social norms, which I love. Totally. I think it tells the guy that, you know, as a woman, you're open-minded, you're assertive, you value your time. You're also, you know, confident or willing to take the bull by the horns, like you say, and set the date yourself, you know, and, and from a guy's perspective, it's kind of like what Shay was saying. She's having the same conversation 10 times a day with different guys and guys are, I guess, kind of doing the same thing, but asking women out and, you know, you either don't get a reply or you get rejected. So sometimes guys don't necessarily know when the right time to ask for the date is. So if a girl is interested just ask for the date, you know, make it cute, but ask for it. Uh, You know, another thing you could say is, you know, it's fun chatting to you online, but I, you know, I I bet we would have more fun chatting in person. Yeah. I always throw out a sarcastic comment if it's gone on too long. And I say, well, you know, I'm not really looking for a pen pal. (laughs) So when it comes to sense of humor, (laughs) I say it with a lot of charm though. 
<laughs> I mean, people in general, it's very hard to read a message and understand the tone behind it. So I see this with women all the time. They'll get a funny quote unquote message. But if that chick had a bad day that day, she's not going to read that as funny. She's no, going to be like, oh, like that's going to come off this really guy. Annoying. Right. So with guys, you know, I see this all the time. I, it goes wrong for guys. So m- most times than not is um, they try to use sense of humor to break the ice or build rapport. But yeah, girls, sometimes we don't necessarily know how to read your sense of humor because we don't know you yet. So you kind of have to play it a little bit uh, more relaxed when it comes to the sense of humor until you meet them face to face. Because when you're face to face, you can see somebody's facial expressions, you know, their body language, and then you don't have to put the JK at the end, you know? Of course. Yeah, me and John were actually just talking about how he was impressed that I was going on dates and stuff because it's, he was saying how it's hard to get girls to go out sometimes, like to yeah. go from the just talking stage to let's go on a date stage. Yeah. And I, th- I don't know if I'm different or what, but like, I don't like just the casual conversation consistently. I'm just like, let's see if we actually like each other. Cause then we can either continue this or we can cut it off right away. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think the the smartest thing to do on an online dating platform is to build that rapport, build the flirtiness, and then cut it off almost immediately when it's getting good and suggest meeting face to face because you're, you know, you kind of want to continue, but it's like, no, 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 let's meet tomorrow. Or, you know, girls be cute with it and say, you know, Steve, tomorrow at X restaurant, I'll see you there. I'll buy you your, you know, whatever beer you were talking about or whatever it is that, you know, you can relate back to the conversation, but that's a really good way of actually getting the date to happen. Right. All right. So Annie, before we close this off, if there was like one dating cardinal rule that you had, whether it's for men or women, you know, it doesn't have to be a separate one for both. What would it be? I mean, we all have kind of our own, you know, code, if you will, when it comes to dating, you know, something that we like totally, truly believe in, you know what I mean? Like almost like your, your dating must or must not have, you know, kind of thing. So if you had one cardinal rule yourself personally has worked for you and has served you well that you now use it in your, you know, professional uh, help that you give people when matchmaking, what would that be? Like never do this, never, never do send this. a dick pic. Or, is right. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, talking about the dick pic, I always have to, I have actually some pretty good advice for men when it comes to dick pic, but that's not yes. really answering your question. But I do have a great suggestion for that if you want to hear it. Yes. Uh, you know, because sometimes you're, you know, you're sexting and guys, I mean, I mean, it's not, it's not pretty to look at. I'll be completely honest. Like a hard dick is just not. Oh, it looks so aggressive. There's a lot of veins, you know, is I don't really know what to do with this. It's not really the best thing I've ever turning heard how me to describe a hard kick is it's so aggressive. It yeah. just looks some of angry. us more than others. <laughs> right? And it's just like, okay, so I have a suggestion. If you are sexting and you're at the point of setting, send, sending naughty pics, like, you know, women, we have our boobs, like it's all very pretty. But with guys, what you want to do is get your gray 
pants or something that can show me the outline and then I'll fill in the blanks and have to use my imagination. Less is more when it comes to Less is more. It's a tease. Especially if you have that V. Right? And then just send me the outline. I don't want to see the flesh. I don't want to see the veins. You know, just over, wear some pants and just show me a hard dick. And that's, that's pretty hot. So that's always my advice for dick pics. But when it comes to rules, I guess, you know, there, I say you just have to have fun with it for both sexes. Don't go in with a list of questions. It's not an interview. Live in the moment and just enjoy the person that you're sitting next to. Because if you got that far, there must be a reason. So explore it and don't take it so seriously. Just enjoy the moment with the person that you're sitting next to. And at the end of the day, you never know if it doesn't work out with them, they might have a cute friend. So (laughs) you want to end it on a good note always. I love that. All right. I think that is a perfect way to end it. Mm -hmm. That'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username, The Real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to The Sex Playbook and give the show a five-star rating. And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at TrulyShay, that's T-R-U-L-Y-S-H-A-Y. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas. And if you want to be a guest, give us a holla too. And I want to give a special thanks to our guest, Annie Cranfield, for sharing her expertise with us. Annie, thank you. You've been awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Yeah. Annie, tell everyone the name of your your business and how they can find you out there, whether it's on social media, online, whatever. Uh, So the name of my business is The Matchmaker Club, and it's the same handle throughout all social media. So at thematchmakerclub.com or Instagram, The Matchmaker Club. And they don't have to be Canadian, right? Americans can reach out to you too. That's right. From all over the world. I'm Latin. So if you speak Spanish, I can do that too. Ooh. Bien. (laughs) (laughs) And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all your favorite podcast directories. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So get in on the action and advertise with us. And you've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Peace out, my babes and bros. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.